Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. After a long struggle involving the demise of Loxod, a tussle with an invulnerable window, and Patsy becoming hungry for riches, property, and mortal pleasures, the party broke into Death's abode. They'll need to split up if they want to bring down the force field that's protecting the Black Gate, but the place is sure to be teeming with agents of death. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I'm going upstairs. Who's coming with me, Patsy or Jolene? Um, I think I'm going with you because Jolene going to be the anti-magic backup. Yeah. Okay, well, you two need to head over to that door over there, and I point down the hall to the laundry storage. Yes, I know. I memorized the map. Let's go. I know you did. That's why I have the map. Let's go. Okay. I love you. Goodbye. I love you too. Let's start with L-plot, laundry plot. (laughs) (laughs) Cremora and Jolene, you run up and you bust open the door to the laundry and there's just standing there is an agent of death who has just still been working the laundry and she's only stopped just as you open the door. I love that the messengers are just like, they all know we're here, but some of them are just keeping on because they can't be asked. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, the laundry has to get done. You're going to need clean clothes after all this. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to funnel all 30 of your people when there's someone with fireball and there's Jolene there. can just drop on them from above. The agent shoots a dark bolt of magic at Cremora. I'd like to close the door. (laughs) 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 Slam the door shut, let the door absorb or be destroyed by the thing, and then we can launch our attack. Oh my gosh. That sure sounds like quick thinking to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, roll me to fight Andrew Intelligence. Yes, I do it. That's a 12. (laughs) You shut the door. And then a moment later, the door is no longer there. (laughs) (laughs) Karora's just holding the handle. (laughs) But you have at least got the initiative now, so Jolene, did you have any action you would like to take at this point in time? All right, I'm going to toss a dagger. And I do it. It's uh, 8 plus 3, so that's 11. Roll me some damage. That's 1d8 plus 1d6 plus 2, I believe. Mm Mm-hmm. That is seven plus two, nine. Where do you hit her? In the chest, so she falls backwards into the barrel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, why not? You hit her and launch her back into her washing, then it starts sputtering to get back out of this large tub of laundry. (laughs) I'm going to sprint for the trapdoor. I'm also going to sprint for the trapdoor. You don't see the trapdoor in this bit, but you can see a far door that looks promising to get into the storage because you notice on the map it says laundry slash storage and you feel that probably the trapdoor would be in storage not laundry Mm. yeah you get to the door and you bust it open and you get into these storage rooms there's a mixture of food clothes herbs other things that people store (laughs) knickknacks Christmas trinkets. <laughs> Christmas decorations. E-waste. <laughs> E-waste. You'll totally get around to taking to the e-waste centre one day. Probably just like a few bags of like lich dust from the liches that have died that they're like, we'll use it again. There's probably some weird spell component that needs this, may as well. <laughs> okay, so you break into this storage room and you can see the trapdoor is in here. On the ground. Is there a caveat to this? 
Not yet. <laughs> I don't like that, Sammy. I am. Okay. Um, Let's very cautiously open the trap door. It's locked. Motherfucker. Jolene. Okay. And I'm on it. I'm going to pick the lock. Okay, roll your special move for picking locks. I rolled a six plus three, so that's nine. Okay, can you read out the move again? When you pick locks or pockets or disabled traps, roll decks. On a ten plus, you do it, no problem. On a seven to nine, you still do it, but the GM will offer you two options between suspicion, danger, or cost. Okay, danger and suspicion. Danger is that you spring a trap in the lock while you're picking it, and suspicion is that more agents are going to come. Oh boy. Um, what kind of trap would I trip? Buddy, it only says I have to tell you the word danger or suspicion. Ah! <laughs> um, okay, alright, okay, alright, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the danger. So you are picking the lock, and you just finish picking it, and you hear it click. But at the same time, something else clicks, and you feel something kind of stab in your wrist. Uh-oh. The good news is that you don't take any damage. The bad news is you're asleep. <laughs> Heck! So you say she just goes like, uh-oh, and then <laughs> falls face forwards asleep. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Jolene, j- j- oh, oh, oh. I would like to open the trap door. I can't carry Jolene down. But you can drop her. That was what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, come on, guys. No, that's what I'll do. I'll sit her, like, on my satchel, like a ventriloquist's dummy, and try and balance her that way as I climb down. All right, let's defy Tage's strength. Ha! Yes! No. (laughs) (laughs) Thank Christ. No, it's a seven. So you get down the ladder with Jolene, but you have to take it so slow (laughs) to not drop her off. And just as your foot touches the bottom, you look up and the agent of death from the laundry is looking down at you. (laughs) So gully. Yes, so gully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You notice because drips of water come down and splash (laughs) on your nose. Let's hop back to the other perspective. Nim and Patsy. Yeah. I mean, I'm just fucking legging it up the stairs. Yeah, so it's a spiral staircase in the center. You run up to it and you start going up the stairs. And inevitably, you see an agent of death at the top of the stairs. This agent of death isn't attacking you. She's attacking the stairs and blasting down the stairs in front of you. She sends a huge wave of energy and the top 180 degrees of spiral just falls away. I'm going to turn to Nime and be like, now I know it'd be hard to carry me all the way up, but why don't you do like a, like a gusty oop? Do you want gusty oop or do you want viney oop? Gusty. Okay, one gusty coming right up and I would like to turn into a wind elemental. Ten. All right, with a 10, you're a fucking windy gal. Whoosh. And you spend a hold. Yep, to boost Patsy up. And this is a danger caused by movement, so I get a plus one, which negates my minus one. Hell yeah. Nice. Um, that is a 12. Fuck yeah. You land perfectly. Nime, you easily sort of swoop up behind Patsy. Now you're on the upper landing. The agent of death is here, and 
the four agents of death from the Nime side of the building now sort of rush back in. But having said that, they're going to have some trouble getting up because there is no stairway. Would I be able to spend a second hold to blow the messenger at the top of the stairs just down into the hole? Yes. Yeah, can I please get a strength roll? 11. So she gets blown off of the stairs and lands on the pile of debris that she created earlier. Can you please roll me a d6? Six! Whoa! And then I'm going to turn to Patsy and say, do you reckon you can rip that door off its hinges? And I point to the med bay door. I can certainly try. And I will try to rip that door off its hinges. Hell yeah! Roll strength. Ooh. I'm going to get my first failure of tonight's session. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) You're trying to pull this door away, but instead of getting pulled away, it just shatters into tiny pieces, and a hand lands right over your face, Patsy. (gasps) 1d12 plus 2 damage, please. Fuck! 3 plus 2 is 5. Well, you only take five points of damage, so that's nice. Yeah. But you do take five points of damage, and there's another agent of death. Now, this one already looks slightly sickly, given that this is the medical bay. (laughs) (laughs) Can I head to the other door and try again? Oh, you're going to try. I'm going to try. All right. Defy danger strength. Oh, shit. Jesus Christ. That's a six. Okay. <laughs> Things are going real well upstairs, guys! <laughs> oh, God. So you're trying to do this with one arm, and you feel like you have enough strength to do it, but it's awkward to get into the pose to actually do it, because you've actually got to open the door first. And while you're trying to set this up, from the stairwell, Shit, fuck. an agent jumps onto your back. Fuck me. Possibly thrown by one of the others. That's our trick. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Hands on your back. Darkness pulsing into you. 1d12 plus 2. It's 14. Oh, God. Bloody hell. That's most of a nim. 22 minus 14 is 8. I'm on 8 health. Shit a fucking biscuit. I think I'm just going to let out a scream because I was not expecting that. And then I would like to turn into a giant fucking boulder. (laughs) It finally happened! (laughs) I'm turning into a giant boulder with the objective of crushing away this part of the floor and the rest of the stairs and any agent of death that I can underneath me. (laughs) (laughs) Roll wisdom. Please. That's an eight. Oh, thank God. You turn into a giant boulder. You cleave through the top floor of the building. (laughs) This will pose challenges for you when you do try to come back up because now there's nothing in front of the door. And you squash the four (laughs) agents of death, the one on your back and the three on the ground who are all the ones who had been in your little parade of locks before. They're all smushed. Patsy, back over to you. I am just gonna apologize as I bring down my blade against this enfeebled death. I don't like this any more than you do, but it needs to happen. I'm a dumb, I'm, I'm a killer sickly death. Nine. 
yeah, that's a hit, but she'll hit back. Okay. Let's see who deals more damage. I dealt 14 points of damage. Yes! <laughs> you absolutely obliterate her. <laughs> I think she lays her sickness onto you as she crumbles away. So can you please mark sick? Okay. Kamora, you hear the loud, comforting bang of a plan well executed. (laughs) I love it when a plan comes together. However, an agent of death is hovering above you, looking down at you, dripping onto you. She's gotten a bit wet from being shoved in the washing. Don't worry, I can fix that. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. I think we all know where this is going. I'm going to fireball upwards. That's a 10. Roll your damage. That is six points of damage. So you catch the upper floor in a blaze. Now, the building itself is wooden, so this area is now aflame. Being the storage room, I think it catches particularly well with different goods burning. Having said that, the basement is stone, so you do feel a little bit protected from the flame down here, actually. She is still alive, and I think, with no regard for her own mortality, because she has none, she just sort of jumps down to you, trying to land on both you and Jolene. What do you do? Well, Jolene's currently unconscious. I'm going to try and wrap Jolene up in my arms and just roll out of the way. Oh, Dexterity. <laughs> yes, that's a 12. Well, I can't argue with a 12, can I? You roll out of the way, and this flaming death lands where you were. Can you please roll a d6? That's two. Oh, no! Riff! She's still hanging in there. Even after her fall, which she had planned to be cushioned by a bit of you. Um, <laughs> and now you're in the basement. And luckily, you have a flaming woman lighting the way. (laughs) In the light being cast off from this flaming lich, you can see into the different halls of the basement. And you can see, most importantly, the one you have been sent here to go to, which is the magic lock. Now, for the moment, the magic lock is still in place. You can see directly behind the magic lock, is an agent of death, who can't hurt you yet, but is ready, very prepared. Having said that, I think in the acoustics of this environment, you can hear footsteps coming from pretty much every direction. Jolene is still asleep. I don't know what's going to wake her up at this point. Yeah, I don't, I just, I don't know. It's not really something you do waking people up, is it? No, I I make people take forever naps. I'm going to, like, drag Jolene as far away from this other agent of death as I can. Then I'll sort of hold one hand out and magical energy will sort of drip from her fingertips and coalesce into a sort of bowl full of glittering salt. And it's all it's all illusory, obviously, but the sensory effect is there and just wafted up. It's for effect. I'm just magically beaming sensory information into Jolene's brain. <laughs> I will roll spell. I I rolled spell and got ten spell. Jolene, you jolt awake 
at the smell of smelling salts. I've never smelt smelling salts, but apparently they smell enough to make you you again. They smell bad. Yeah. Is that the idea? Yeah. Okay. Cremora loads your nose full of ass. Oh, <laughs> 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 my Christ. As you come to, you can see the agent of death from before looking in just horrible shape, literally on fire. Another agent of death is behind the barrier, the barrier that you know you are waiting to see go down, and you can hear the sound of people coming down the halls as well. In fact, I think you can probably see the first person coming out of a hallway now. Okay, what I'm going to do is stab the one that's about to die. I'm going to shank them with Lenny. Why not? All right. Nine plus three, twelve. Deal your damage. Seven. Yep, it's dead. Yeah, another agent of death bursts into lich dust. And I think we need to check back upstairs again. <laughs> yep. Because otherwise the barrier's not going to go down. I'm not doing so great for health. So I'm going to... Summon a flock of cockatoos <laughs> Apparently. <to your> side. <laughs> they're not going away. Just no, talk. they're not. <laughs> I'm going to turn into a flamey grid again and try and fly up. Seven, eight, nine. So you fly up next to Patsy, who's sort of on a respite of of, of uh, remaining wood in front of the med bay. Okay, can I spend my second hold to kind of like throw up a fireball? <laughs> Roll volley. Yeah. Seven. I guess I take what I can get. So what is that you deal? I roll my damage and then minus 1d6. Well, that's pretty So rough. I'm rolling my damage first. Three minus one. So you literally belch flames onto this enemy who is more annoyed than anything, <laughs> but is still scorched and she has to kind of like cover her head to deflect as much of the flames as possible. And then you spit back into a person. And then I'm going to say... This is a med bay. I'm wondering if we should maybe grab some healing stuff if they have it and maybe anything that we can chuck down at her while she's trying to get back up to us. What do you think? Yeah, that, yeah, that's good. We can loot some shit. Okay, we book it into the med bay. This is riches beyond my wildest belief. To a person who existed before healthcare. Patsy, <laughs> <laughs> can you roll discern realities but use your appetite dice? Ooh. So you get to roll a d6 and a d8. But if the d6 is higher... Bad things happen. Bad things. Which it was. <laughs> Motherfucker. Fuck. So I got a 7 minus 1 because of I have the minus 1 ongoing. So I fail. And there's complications. Patsy, I don't know how to say it. First thing you find is the medicinal halfling pipeweed. Oh no. <laughs> Very first draw. Like a magnet, you are drawn to it. And um, do you just start smoking a bunch of weed right here in the middle of the battle? No. Yes. I mean, it's, I an, it's an earthly pleasure. Oh yeah, your other thing is earthly pleasure, right? Yeah, mortal pleasures, yeah. You're so overtaken by your need to sate your appetites <laughs> that you just heckin' start blazing it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna see that and just be like, Patsy, what the f-? And then remember that I killed Signata. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna let him have this and I would like to look for either healing things 
or things that I could hurl down at the messenger who's probably <laughs> right now trying to get back up to where we are. So while Patsy is there... <laughs> I'm um, just going to let him have this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. Uh, you can also roll a discern realities. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled two ones. You're opening up some drawers and you find some little vials that are kind of hooked up with little injectors. It's really weird. It's like they're made to be loaded into something. Weird, right? Anyway, you're sorting through them and you're like, Fuck. well, I better not use that. That looks very suspicious. Fuck. But as you're sorting through, one accidentally pricks you in the arm. And Nime, you fall asleep. Oh, God damn it. Christ Fancy. <laughs> you're blazing it. And Nime has fallen on the ground asleep. <laughs> this is how we die. Whoa! <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh! I'm uh, just gonna try and take things at random and like pour it onto Nim just to see if it wakes her up. <laughs> this can't go wrong. Don't do drugs, kids. Okay, you know what? I don't know what this is. So, Patsy, can you just roll? I rolled an eight. Oh, thank God. You're fishing through different vials and you get one that looks a particularly awful green and you open it up and you pour it onto Nime and it instantly sizzles. Can you roll a D8? D8! It's <gasps> uh, a five. Okay, but you do wake up. Oh, fuck! Patsy? This is really harshing your vibe. This isn't a good trip. You feel like the high is starting to come down a little bit. Okay, well, uh, so now that we all's awake, um, I'm gonna look toward the precarious area of the, uh, <laughs> the landing of which death was gonna come from and just see if I can sort of wait there in like a Elmer Fudd kind of trap. While he's waiting, can I grab one of the needly things, making sure not to Ooh. prick myself on it, and just peek my head over the edge and hurl it at the messenger if I can see her? So all this happens, so you go to get in position, Patsy. Nime, you grab another one of these vials of sleeping draft and go to the edge. The messenger is, like, climbing up what remains of the stairs and then is kind of getting prepared to do, like, a magic boosted jump. So I guess to start with, if Nime would like to roll Defy Danger Dexterity to launch the poison. Yeah. Oh, oh it's a 10. <laughs> Thank God. You hit her and she falls asleep. She falls out of midair. Can you roll me a d6? Okay, so she takes two damage as she falls once again into the pile of rubble. <laughs> asleep. Okay. I really want to look for healing stuff again, but the hubris of it. The hubris of <laughs> the it. hubris. Uh, I guess I'll go for that luck area. Yeah, that's a good idea. So that area is particularly precarious at the moment because someone got rid of the floor in front of the door. <laughs> so there's a door that's closed and still needs to be gotten through and no floor in front of said door. Hmm. What a predicament. I mean, I could, I could be a vine. Do it for the vine. <laughs> I will turn into a vine and create a little tightrope walkway between our part of the top story and the part in front of the door. Hey, roll wisdom. What? <laughs> what? What? 
Nime rolled a five. What? Nime rolled a five. What? <laughs> We're really not doing very well. You stretch yourself out like a vine, and, uh, Patsy? Mm-hmm. Nime is ready to be walked across. Okay, um, I will gingerly walk across. Nime gives out under the weight. <laughs> Can I try to grab on? Okay, roll dexterity. Um, oh yeah, that is 13. Shit, that's heaps. <laughs> okay, yeah, you grab on. And I think you, with like your natural strength, you manage to get up and open the damn door. Yeah, and then I'm gonna reel up the vine, <laughs> which kind of just pulls back into Nim when you drop it. Ow! So apparently, acid not good for plants. Right. I'm gonna get up and look around. Is there anyone here? No. Oh. <gasps> This is their dorm rooms. Um, you notice that there's less beds than there are messengers because they never are all sleeping at the same time. They sleep in shifts. At the moment, the room is empty because none of them are sleeping. Cool. I'm just going to run over to the other door and try and shoulder barge it. I'm going to be like, Patsy, help me out. Because <laughs> I'm just assuming it's locked at this point. It is locked. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> So you find the door that's going to lead to the secret room. You, like, really feel like they were overselling it on the secret room because there is just a door to it. And you're going to barge it? Yep. Together? Mm-hmm. Yep. Who wants to assist and who wants to barge? I guess it'd be good for me to barge. Patsy's probably feeling better than me right now, so yeah. I'll roll Aiden into so I go first, yeah? Yep. Heckle fuck. Jesus. That's a six. So on a six, there will be some sort of consequence. But Patsy, you still roll. Eleven. So the good news is the door is easily disposed of. The bad news is, Nime, you just more make a lot of noise than anything else. And you can't help but remember that there were still those three perfectly healthy agents of death in the study who might decide this is the time <sighs> to start coming and looking for you. However, you break into the room. The room that will release the ward on the lower level so that they can get in. There is one challenge in this room. Where you're expecting to find one button, you find 100 buttons. 100 copper buttons lined up on the wall. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to close the door. <laughs> is the lock still working? No. <laughs> no, of course not. Is there anything I can prop under the door to try and keep it closed like a chair? I mean, there's stuff on the other side of the room. This room just has a hundred buttons in it. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go grab a chair and I'm going to prop it under the door so that it's like barred yep. shut a little. Okay, where do you want to start? Hmm. Let me think. A hundred copper buttons. If I can electrify the entire room somehow, I can just press them all at once. Or you could turn into a horrible hundred-fingered spider monster. <laughs> I, that had crossed my mind. <laughs> turn into a sea goblin. Blow oh my god, it could just be a sea goblin and cover the walls. That makes more sense than electrifying the whole room. Yeah, it sure does. Um, now, Patsy. Mm-hmm. We've known each other for a while now. Yeah. I've come to care for you. A great deal. Mm. Uh, I appreciate your guidance and your wisdom and you telling me when to pull my head in. Um, please don't think less of me. 
There is no way I could ever think less of you. There is no plan, no nothing. It'll all be completely fine. Okay, good. What the fuck is that? What? Oh, God, no. Oh, I did not know that exists. That's a creature of this earth. Why, God, why? Please roll wisdom. <laughs> That's a nine. You turn into the mighty mucusy sea goblin. <laughs> and I'm you're actually crying. <laughs> and a blanket of teeth pressed down every button at once. And the overwhelming noise you hear is <laughs> of wrong button. However, you do feel that somewhere in there, you must also be pressing the right button. <laughs> now, you are alerting a great amount of attention to yourself, but you can't help but feel it couldn't matter less, <laughs> given that all the enemies already know where you are and are coming to your position as you speak. So, remember that you do have to hold the button I know. down. So, you've got to make that decision of how long you want to hold the button down. How long would you stay there? You estimate it would take two minutes for the death agents to get to you from where they are. I'm going to stay at least until the first one arrives. Jolene and Cremora, this magical ward, comes down. It just disappears. And immediately, the agent of death lunges out, darkness in her hands, trying to land a hand on either of you. What are you both doing? Gonna dodge out of the way and then stab back. Step out of the way and magic missile her on the side of the head. We'll start with Jolene. Jolene, can you give me a Defy Danger dex? Don't fuck me. Okay, so that's a 13. Cremora, can I get your Defy Danger dex? That's a 9. As Cremora gets out of the way, she kind of knocks into Jolene a little bit. And so, Jolene, your attack is going to have a minus 1. All right. Oh, that's right. You're both making follow-up attacks, aren't you? Yeah. Then you'll both have a minus one. I'm, I'm mean like that. Okay, so let's start with the dagger. Dagger, dagger, I'm going to be shiving her in the kidney. Ooh, the kidney, hey? Eight plus three, so 11. Minus one, but that's still 10. Okay, now roll damage. Uh, okay, eight damage. All right, and the follow-up magic missiles. Yep, just step out of the way, put my hand on her face, and unload magic missiles. Oh god, like a point-blank missile. Jesus. It's less magic missile, more just the energy heating up my hand and burning her face. That's a nine. I'll put myself in danger. That makes the most sense. To deal... Seven damage. Seven damage indeed. I think that the danger that you're in, Cremora, is that while you avoid this initial hand of darkness, she does still kind of grab you with her normal hands and is kind of holding you in place. I think she knows as well as you that the door can only stay open so long and she essentially wants to keep you out. Can I slip past her while she's distracted then? Yeah, that should be easy enough for you, Jolene. So you slip into this ward room. Pretty easily. I mean, there's the other death agents coming up the sides. But the problem for you, Jolene, is that this is a room full of magic wards. 
it's very complicated how they're laid out. You don't know what's what and you don't know how to dispel them because you ain't a wizard and you don't like magic. Yep. Johnny, I oh, get the fuck off. I really think it's get the fuck off. I really think it's best if we swap places right now and you deal with this thing and I go into the room with the magic things in it. Ah, fuck off. <laughs> Can I literally backstab? Yeah, go for it. Eight plus three, which is eleven again. Okay, deal your damage. Uh, yeah, I rolled a five and an eight. Dusty dust dust. <coughs> God bless. You stab her in the back and she dissolves. Kramora, you're free. Yes, I run forward into the exciting magic room. Thank you, Jolene, for saving my life. Oh yeah, no problem, Kramora. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> my goal is just to wreck shit. And when it comes to wrecking magic shit, I have one particularly effective tool in my arsenal, and that's to spell magic. Yeah. So I will stand in the middle, or as close to the middle of the room as I can get, expand my consciousness essentially out, and sort of interact with all of the the magic of the wards, and then just try and shut them all down. Okay, that's good. That's 11. In fact, actually, I'm going to upgrade my result of 10 plus to a 7 to 9 in order to maximize the effect of Dispel Magic. You do this huge Dispel Magic, this absolutely wild spell. Really, you're putting out some negative energy, Kramora. Essentially, it's like there's a logic to the protection, and I'm countering it, metaphysically speaking. I think that because you've maximized the effect, where normally you might only be able to suppress this ward that's putting this force field up, I think you burn it out. You just destroy it. Another ward gets destroyed that you don't quite recognize at the moment. Another one seems to be shut off. But you look upon this ward with a sort of sickening feeling of deja vu and frustration and dread. You don't need to roll to work out what this ward is, because I don't think that you would be caught out by a portal to a ghost zone twice. You notice in this flash as you do this that there is, in this room, among the other wards, the initial staging to create a ghost zone. And the thing is, it's already been done. The energy is there, if that makes sense. If you think of the way that energy pulls mm. in a place of power, it's a similar sort of thing. Like, this ward has already invited that ghostly energy into the space, which you think from the looks of this is quite a large area. It just needs to be triggered by something. Oh, that's that's not good. Oh, I want to find some way of disrupting it. It would take a humongous amount of counter energy to negate that. You would have to unleash something very powerful and truly spend yourself. Fuck it, I'll just I'll unleash the power of that which falls and I'm going to fuck up this ghost zone's day. <laughs> I'm going to defend her while she's doing that. Okay, so we'll do that first. So Jolene, if you want to roll defend, so that's constitution. That's the second time I've rolled snake eyes. Well, I'm going to do a bundled thing here, so Kramora, if you could roll for me. Okay, that's fine. That's a nine. I'm going to lay it out. So, like, this will take a lot of power. Essentially, to displace this ghost zone, you would have to expend the place of power within yourself. 
This is a powerful and strongly laid spell. Mm. Is that something Cremora would do? I don't think so. We still need it. That's fine, I'll disperse that energy out. I think as you disperse that energy out, it hits everyone in this room except for you as this blast of energy comes out. So the positive is it's going to hit the enemies. The negative is. The negative is it's going to hit your friend Jolene. So can you roll that d12 for me? Oh, Christ. This could kill Jolene, I'm pretty sure. Christ alive, I don't want to kill Jolene. Sweet, merciful Christ, it was a one. (laughs) Oh my my god. So it's a pitiful crustacean glow goes over the room. I think Kimura just channels it all down into the floor. So it just sort of takes people's knees out. (laughs) Actually, God, that's quite dangerous for Jolene. That's like head height. (laughs) Hey! Thanks for listening. Shout out to our newest patron, Petra, and returning patron, Leah. You are the wheels that keep this cart rolling downhill towards its inevitable conclusion. Till next time. Bye! So if you'll turn your eyes... Why is there a page four? If there's dicks on page four, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) I accidentally made a page four. I'm sorry. (laughs) I deleted page four. It's all good.